This is the SIO, the Senior Investigating Officer in the Nicola Bully investigation. Lastly, the family, and they are the most important part of this. And all this speculation and rumour is affecting them. They've got a loving daughter, sister, partner and mother who is missing and that is my priority and the priority of the investigation team and always has and we can't be detracted from that. I have met the family on a number of occasions and will continue to do so and they are kept through uh, regularly updated throughout with our progress. There are dedicated family liaison officers who speak daily to the family and only yesterday spent a significant amount of time with Paul. I can assure you that this investigation has been thoroughly investigated no differently than any other major investigation from the outset and that my absolute priority is to do everything we can to provide the answers to Nicola's two daughters who need to know where their mummy is. And whilst we have shared information today about specific individual vulnerabilities specific to this case and Nicola, I would ask you to respect the family's privacy in respect of those things. So I think the police are in a very tricky situation with the Nicola Bully um, investigation. They clearly are stuck in a position where they are getting laid into by the press and by... um, by the public as well, TikTok sleuths and Instagram detectives, armchair experts laying into the police. And the police, they've got so much information and there's so much going on in their world that they can't share. You cannot make judgment on how an investigation is going unless you're in possession of all of the facts. And these armchair detectives are in possession of practically none of the facts. The police have just given a press conference where they have laid out in immense detail, to be honest, for an investigation like this, in in immense detail, all of the answers to speculation and myth that's going on at the moment. And um, you can clearly see that this is a, a, a bit of a mystery. There are obviously things the police can't tell us. Um, and I think that is the takeaway for me from that press conference I've just watched there's a the police have been more than happy to give us a huge amount of information but they've also been keen to point out to us there are still elements that they are unable to share for whatever reasons and there could be a multitude of different reasons um their main theory that they have to work on is that she's gone in the river and I can completely understand why you know once you have laid out all the possible hypotheses um, and you select the one which is most likely and the one which is least likely and you work on you know that as a way of prioritizing things and you question those hypotheses all the time this is all laid out in um, a standard practice a standard workflow that m- murder investigations follow and they could be currently using that model um, from that manual to to carry out this investigation and that doesn't necessarily mean that the answers will magically appear Um, and they've only got the information they can go on and they've clearly been flooded as well and this has been hampering their plans by 
a, a flood of essentially false information, people making contact with them to share things that they've heard, rumors, conjecture, you know, secondhand information being handed in on call lines. And the police have to investigate every single one of these. Um, they can't leave any stone unturned. And so they have to prioritize these. You know, they said up to a thousand pieces of information have come in. Um, and if, you know, even just 20% of those are all just the same thing over and over again because people are calling in based on information that they've seen on TikTok, um, that's going to be really damaging and harmful to the speed of an investigation. So the police are very, you know, defensive at the moment and I can completely understand why. They clearly are, are having to stand up for themselves here, A, but also do the best for the investigation and I think they've got to strike the right balance between still wanting people to get in touch if they have genuine information about this um, but they want to put off people getting in touch who are not giving genuine information and who are um, hampering the investigation um, and I think that they've got to strike that balance um, and you know the police's resources are stretched um, every department in the police could do with more officers um, and you know we know that they're under-resourced and we know that there's priorities being pulled in all sorts of different directions in the police service right now so for me I think that good luck to the detectives working on the case it seems like a completely um, you know impossible case right now and I just think that the what the family the daughters and the husband must be going through um, must be just so difficult um, you know I, I expect they're not reading the press and they're not reading social media at least I hope they're not that would be very difficult indeed for them but I should hope that they are steering clear of of the press because I think the, the media interest in this has gone a little bit out of control um, in terms of the media just magnifying and amplifying these conspiracy theories and rumours and myths um, because it makes for a great clickbait when someone's posted a, their theory and it seems to make sense but you know not in, not in possession of all of the facts and amplifying that is just really adding to the police's problem so that's my thoughts on the Nicola Bully case what are yours? <laughs>